the kids present long, strange trip. A journey into the publication history of Marvel's Master of the Mystic Arts. Let's place the eye of Agamotto on the Sorcerer Supreme himself, Dr. Stephen Strange. Broadcasting from his own Sanctum Sanctorum is our host, Angus. Dr. Strange, Master of the Mystic Arts, what lurks beneath the mask? This series was voted most likely to succeed by Stan Lee and Baron Mordo. Follow the world's strangest hero as he continues to search for the deadly secret locked within the word Eternity. Edited and written by mystical, magical Stan Lee. Plotted and illustrated by weird, wondrous Steve Ditko. Lettered and bordered by lovable, laughable Artie Simic. And thus begins Strange Tales, issue number 136, with a release date of June 8th, 1965, and a cover date of September 1965. Our story featuring Doctor Strange is What Lurks Beneath the Mask. Dormammu captures Clea and takes her prisoner for her involvement in the release of the Mindless Ones, during one of Dormammu's attempts at destroying Doctor Strange. While in the Earth's dimension, Doctor Strange continues to seek out information about eternity, anything that he can find that the Ancient One has left up to Strange to try to figure out. While trying to hide from Baron Mordo and his minions, he discovers with each mystic visit, Strange finds dead ends. He visits the aged Genghis, and Doctor Strange is given a scroll that is supposed to bring him to eternity. However, it is the wrong scroll. And Doctor Strange finds himself in a world filled with masks and being bound to a plaque wall. Unmasking him, it turns out to be a demon that has tricked others into unmasking. And so, it can steal their bodies and imprison their spirits. Although Doctor Strange falls for the trap, he uses his mental control over the Cloak of Levitation to make his enemy, this demon, unmask and free him. He then battles the demon, and Doctor Strange easily overpowers him and then sets all the victims free that this demon had encased having their masks before returning to the Earth's dimension. With all other avenues, all other clues exhausted, Doctor Strange decides that the only way to learn of eternity is to probe further into the Ancient One's mind, even at the risk of his life. Wow, the plot really has thickened here. This is another compelling story plotted out by Steve Ditko. Stan Lee's dialogue is very snappy, very quick, back and forth, particularly the interactions between Dormammu and Baron Mordo. You have this insolent tone to Mordo, and then Dormammu pushing back on him and wanting him to pursue Strange with 
great, great haste and wanting Strange out of the picture. The race to find out about Eternity has a lot of great tension to it. Specifically, the illustrations that Steve Ditko does of Doctor Strange eluding Baron Mordo's henchmen are fantastic. He look like something out of a detective noir film. Really fantastic. The casting of shadows, the bluish, darkish hues that portray the night as Doctor Strange is ducking in and out of crevices along alleyways as he's trying to elude these minions. His encounter with the ancient Genghis is really entertaining. The Genghis figure and how he is illustrated really portrays one of either a wise man or a wise senile man. You definitely get the picture that Genghis here is not operating on all cylinders and that Doctor Strange is really put to the test to try to navigate his way through that cloudy brain to try to extract any useful information out of him as it relates to eternity. So when Strange is finally transported into this world, this demon world through this wrong skull, it allows Ditko to go crazy again. And what I mean by this is crazy in a great way. No one does alternate dimensions better than Steve Ditko. And his work here on Doctor Strange really shines the moment you get into those settings. Now, I did say I loved the film noir aspects of Street Doctor Stephen Strange weaving in and out of alleyways and all of that really hearkening back to Ditko's influences of those early films of also taking in the spirit, uh, other strips. When we get into these alternate dimensions, this is where Ditko really lays into his horror roots, the old one sheets of those promotional posters for hammer horror films and things of that nature you can see those influences bleeding over into these panels here particularly when he shows us all of these masks that the demon has accumulated of all of his victims in order to take control of their spirits Doctor Strange on this plaque or this platform that has him bound at the wrists and the ankles is really menacing. And the way in which his body is swapped out with that of the demons and then the head, the face, is put on that demon's body there that is strapped to that plaque or wall. And then you see this demonic face on Stephen Strange's body, on Doctor Strange's body. They're in the entire Doctor Strange outfit with the cloak of levitation on him, and Steve Dicko does crazy like no other. You saw this in all of his Spider-Man comics, and of course he brings this to bear in full force here in this issue with this Doctor Strange story. This demon's face is absolutely crazed. His eyes are maniacal, the laugh, the the facial structure. He definitely looks like he is possessed, a being from another realm. However, the facial structures and everything are very human, but you can tell that, whoa, 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 there is something deep going on here, very, very disturbing, and excellently rendered by Ditko. The series of greens that are used here to display the supernatural and spell and possession is very, very good. The mask that's placed over Stephen Strange doesn't completely obscure his 
face, but there is this greenish hue over it, this masking that occurs. And what I thought was also very clever is when we get into the action, the simple use or possession of the Cloak of Levitation in order to help Stephen Strange get free and to then render this demon helpless is a stroke of genius. It's really, really well done. There comes a point where Dr. Strange's mind being so nimble and the way in which he uses it in order to get him out of situations, this really presses Ditko every time to have to come up with something more clever. And this is the first time within this strip that we've actually seen the Cloak of Levitation employed in this manner. Normally, it's helping Doctor Strange out and coming to Doctor Strange's rescue. But in this case, yes, it's doing the same thing, but because it's on his body, his ability to mind control that Cloak of Levitation and completely render that demon helpless and wrap him up is just fantastic. I thought it was a very, very clever plot twist, one that was really, really well done. And at the very end, our resolution, although it doesn't feel complete, but really lays into a continuation of this drama. But I have learned that the dreaded Dormammu is aiding Mordo in his hunt for me, so I can delay no longer. I must wrest the secret of eternity from the mind of the Ancient One himself. There is no other way. You, you, you would dare, and that is the Ancient One's attendant who is looking over them. I must dare. If we are to survive, next issue, your startled eyes will behold a battle such as no mortals have ever seen before. You must not miss the battle of the minds. Till then, may the vapors of Valtor shield thee from harm. And of course, that's the quippy Stan Lee narrative dialogue there. Just absolutely tying this little episode in our serial story here of Doctor Strange off with a very nice bow. Another wonderful read. Great transporting of Doctor Strange into an alternate dimension. Wonderful fight that happens. And also at the same time, we have that interaction with Dormammu and with Baron Mordo. And now we have at stake Clea officially being imprisoned by Dormammu, and I can't help but think that that will be pulling on Doctor Strange's emotional heartstrings, and I cannot wait to see what we have in store in our next issue. 